Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Greetings. I'm happy that you're with us again this week for episode number 258 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Nutrition During the Pandemic, Part 5. I have with me for this last week of September, Jennifer Barr, who is a registered dietitian nutritionist who runs two medical nutrition practices in Downingtown and one in Kenneth Square. She teaches at Westchester University, and you can learn more about Jennifer by going to the website downingtownnutrition.com. I am so happy to have you with us, Jennifer. Hello. Hi, Paula. Jennifer has been sharing a lot of tips, instruction, wisdom, challenges with us so that we can be nutritious women. And so today our topic is emotional eating. Last week she gave you a challenge to take a day of fasting if you were healthy enough to be able to do that by doctor's orders and to be able now today to apply some strategies that she is going to share with us so that we can be overcomers as far as having better nutrition. Again, I wanted to share with you Romans 12, 1 and 2, which says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so if we're going to be able to present our bodies and to be able to be healthy in every way, we're going to have to have a change in the way that we think. Our minds have to be renewed. We can't just keep doing what the rest of the world is doing because really our American diets are terrible and they're causing all of us to crash as far as having that healthy body way into our 60s and 70s. Now, I'm in my 60s and I, well, thank you. Praise God. looks great. Thank you. I'm in my 60s, and I have to tell you, I felt led and convicted that I needed to get help. Sometimes we can't do it all on our own, and so the Lord led me to Jennifer, and she has been an encourager for me. And that's why I'm so glad that she was willing to do this, but I approached her if she would do a month podcast with us. And so we have been blessed this month with Jennifer, because she didn't have to do this, but she did. And I know that my going to her has already allowed me in my 60s to get on a better path of eating more nutritionally. 
And so I'm just so happy that I have, was able to come and to meet Jennifer again. And I don't want to get into all the details, mm-hmm. but really, I know her husband <laughs> from previous accounts uh, with my sons playing football at Downingtown. So uh, there's more I could say on that and with her father-in-law because they're dear to us. And so isn't it funny how you're brought together with people and it's such a small world and you didn't know that you had other connections with them? So I'm going to just stop right now because you know I could go on talking and I'm going to share <laughs> I'm going to share Jennifer one more time with you. Here she is. Thank you, Paula. So last week we talked about physical hunger and defining emotional hunger. So hopefully you took the time to try fasting for a day to understand what hunger is like for you. The rumble in the tummy, the headache, the crankiness, whatever it may be. So you have that and you need that to identify emotional hunger. Mm -hmm. So let's focus today on emotional hunger, defining it a little bit more in detail than we did last week and strategies for that. So let's talk about emotional eating. It is a huge amount of emotions and feelings. It's not just a one. I can probably do a PowerPoint on this for like 20 some sessions. I'm sure you can. Uh, this is a big thing and I, I encourage you to seek a registered dietitian nutritionist. Uh, most insurances do cover dietitians in addition to a licensed food therapist because mm-hmm. uh, it does help, especially if you're binge eating three times per week that actually is an eating disorder. Mm. So what are the emotional eating aspects of on the spectrum? We have a sensory gratification. So it's not hunger. Do I want comfort, distraction? Am I want to feel sedation, punishment, right? Wow. You want to punish yourself. Maybe you were abused as a child. And oh, wow. I never thought of that. That's why we need to have a counselor on board. Um, am I bored? Am I trying to procrastinate? Mm. Do I feel like I need a reward? Or am I using it for bribery? It was used for me when I was younger. Oh, okay. Excitement. Do I need soothing? Mm-hmm. Love. Do, do I need it for love? Mm-hmm. Frustration, anger, rage, stress, anxiety, depression, feeling connected. I had a patient once who would eat a bakery cake, a big piece of cake every day. Because it was the only thing that connected her to her father who passed away. Oh, my. All emotional eating. Am I emotionally eating because everything is so bundled up and tight and I do everything well 100% in my life that that's the one thing I can kind of let loose on? Losing the reins, we call it. Mm. So those are all aspects of emotional eating. Okay. Mm. So what I'd like you to do if you feel like you fall in one of those categories is keep a journal. On our first podcast, we talked about weight management and a strategy was to log on a program such as MyFitnessPal. They have a food note section if you want to write what you're feeling. Some people do just like getting a notebook and writing down what they eat and the emotions or what happened as part of your day or your hunger cue and keeping a scale in that book so you can see, am I zero, not hungry, 10, starving, Marvin? And write it out. That identifying the emotional aspect and where you are in that is a big part of this puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. So once you write out your feelings, you're going to ask yourself, did I eat in the past hour or two? If the answer is yes, you're not physically hungry. 
And remember, you know what hunger is now from doing that experiment last week. So ask yourself, am I feeling bored? Is it late at night? Do I just need to go to bed? Did I hydrate properly? Am I feeling anxious about something at work the next day? What is my emotion? So identify those emotions because that's the key part. You already know your hunger. The third part. So you identify your emotions. So maybe it's soothing. I know that's me. Sometimes when I'm stressed yes, out, yes. for some reason, pretzels. I don't know why. I think I, it's is that you yours can, too. Yes, that's mine. I think for me, it was growing up um, with a family from South Philly, and they had those soft pretzels on the street. Oh, look, see, right? We, we have a lot in common. <laughs> And it's comforting and, like, you know, like, of family in a way. It's a very comforting. Plus the salt just, I don't know, tastes good. But I'm going to tell you a slice of bread is equivalent to about four slices. Uh, a, a soft pretzel at Wawa is equivalent to four slices of bread. So it's a oh no my. bueno. Oh, my. You may need to share that one. <laughs> so, you know, it's comforting. But identify, okay, yeah, I'm feeling comfort. What can I do to comfort me? Could you read a scripture? Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, You can. Yes. Do you need to leave the kitchen? Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Do you need a bubble bath with some candles, some soothing music? What is it that soothes you? Could you ask your partner to give you a massage, to Mm -hmm. rub your feet, Mm -hmm. to engage in human contact, not as food? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we have learned from our parents food as a reward and in the school systems you know if you read a book you get a pizza right (laughs) i mean i know in downtown school district there is no food at parties anymore there is Uh no rewards for food anymore they've removed it and a lot of people are upset about it and i'm upset too i can't send a cupcake in for my kid's birthday Mm -hmm. but to be honest we're not teaching our kids about food rewards we are going to raise a society will not be on my couch for weight management anymore they may be on there for sports nutrition yes so i'm really excited for what the future yields because i think we are changing our environment Mm. Mm. i think we need to change our environment at home you need to identify those emotions and how you're feeling if you're feeling stressed you know instead of eating your stress taking the moment to pause before you put that thing in your mouth and say am i truly hungry Reviewing what Jennifer said. Yes. Identify the scale that you are hunger. If it's truly hungry, go for it. Have a sensible portion. Making sure you hit your veggies for the day, right? And if you are feeling anxious or stressed, what can you do for that? You know, I like to personally exercise. I am a much happier, pleasant person to be around if I get movement in my day. Mm. To walk it out and listen to music, it feels good. You can listen to Paula's podcast and go for a walk and get yourself to calm down. Do not use food as a reward. Mm, very good. Oh, oh my. Look at all the tips that she shared with us this whole month. I am very thankful with what Jennifer has shared with us. And did you have any last thoughts, Jennifer, before we close out or... Seeing a dietitian and a therapist, if you really have identified with this past podcast, so that we can help you identify issues and get you on a sensible, healthy meal plan. Okay, and remember, you can get in touch with her program and learn more about Jennifer at downingtownnutrition.com. And I'm telling you, I have benefited 
from my connection with her. And now I feel even more connected since I found out she likes pretzels. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I don't keep them either. They're they're like a treat. But anyway, I I just trust, ladies, that what we have covered this month has really been beneficial to you. And in closing, I'd just like to share First Timothy chapter four verse eight. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. So go to our website given at the end of this podcast and click on Receive a New Life in Jesus. And again, until we're joined together in another podcast, smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.